All right, my name is Aaron Rhodes, and you're listening to the Shuttlecock Podcast. We're sponsored by the Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven, offering new and used vinyl at 76 Intrust in Kansas City, Missouri. This week on the show, we have Soul Food Suede. How you doing? I'm cool. Yeah? Yeah, I'm cool. It's good. You, you've had a bit of a stressful day. You had some <laughs> troubles at the phone store. Man. <laughs> Man. But we're good now. Yeah, we cool. We cool. <laughs> I'm not even tripping. We good. But, uh, yeah, um, I guess, like, I don't know. I think this is, like, the first time we've talked for more than, like, two minutes, I guess. So I don't really know all too much about you. So this is genuine curiosity here. Uh, what what part of town are you, you, you originally from? I'm from the 30s. Mm. <laughs> no, I really am from the 30s, though. So, uh, I've always lived in the 30s. So, like, not midtown 30s either, like. Backstreet 30s. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, where'd you Where'd you go to school? Um, I went to uh, I went to this like weird prep school, like for middle school or high school. Uh, just middle, uh high school, I guess. Yeah. I was only in high school for two years. Mm-hmm. I went to Lincoln though. Um, so Lincoln Tigers actually is the best school. So I went to the best school in uh, Missouri. Nice. So. Um, yeah, so I guess, um, I, I usually kind of start off with, um, what your kind of first experiences with music were like growing up. So like, who were you, like, did your family show you music growing up? Did you have friends that were showing you stuff? Like, uh, where, what were your first like favorite artists and stuff like that? Man, it's crazy. I, uh, my, oh, how did I even, oh, you know what? My brother, uh, my brother is a rapper. Well, he he not really a rapper, but he be rapping, and like I was like real close with my brother. Like we, me and my brother shared a room when I was growing up. Like it's weird. So I was always with him, like by his side, all that stuff. And uh, I went to the studio with him like all the time. So we would just be at his random friend's house, and like he would be rapping and all that stuff. And I just watched him rap, and then he would let me like he would always tell people like she can freestyle. I'd be like twelve, eleven, twelve years old. He'd be like freestyle. And so I be doing. I used to do it all the time. Um, I can't really think of. I I got an older sister. That's the only person who ever really played me music. My uh my sister can sing, so I used to hear her sing music a lot. But it was like, she went to church. She sung. She sung in like uh the church choir and all that stuff. So I would hear her sing and hear music at like church and stuff. But like not really be paying attention. But my sister, uh, put me on music. She played a lot of music. So that like early two thousands, nineties, eighties. 60s, so that's all I heard. I heard a lot of Omarion and B2K growing nice. up, so that was weird. What, what was what was your brother into? He was a gangster rapper. Yeah. So I like that part. It's weird. I got like different parts of like music and stuff that I heard. I heard a lot of everything for real. Um, but yeah, he was a gangster rapper. But he liked to sing too. Mm-hmm. So think of like like E40 <laughs> or like I'm trying to think of like gangster rappers that be like singing too. I can't even think of nothing, but yeah. yeah. You have to go, you have to go back maybe to the nineties most of the time say, to get yeah. the, the singing gangster rappers. He was on that that uh a lot of E forty. Um, I remember hearing Lovers and Friends a lot growing up mm. for some reason. I don't even know why, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm. Um. So yeah, when um. I guess when did you first really start to take an interest in, like, like I, I I guess you're being like exposed to these different artists growing up, but like, 
would you say that there was like an artist or two where like you kind of latched onto them and you're like, oh, this is mine. Like I didn't like stuff you kind of found for yourself. Like, yeah. Uh, I remember literally sitting in my mama like front room and watching uh, 106 in Park when he used to come on. And this is when Nicki Minaj came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she, uh, that's when she dropped uh, this song. What is it called? That It's called Your Love. And I was like, hey, this girl kind of cold. Like, and I had only heard like Sierra and like Beyonce. And I'm like, all right, that's kind of basic. That's not really music I like, but it's whatever. And I heard like Nicki Minaj. And I was like, okay, she's singing. She can't really sing, but she rapping. Okay, she rapping. I haven't really heard no female rappers for real. I haven't. I didn't hear no female rappers mm. until uh, Nicki Minaj probably had to be the first female rapper I heard. And then I started, uh, yeah, she started rapping, and I started really following, like, closely. Because at that time, I had been listening to, like, Lana Del Rey, like, very intensely. Um, so that was, like, 2008. Mm. It was weird. It was a weird time. All right, so... Like, Nikki definitely is, like, super important to, like, a whole, like, kind of younger generation of people interested in rap and, like... I wouldn't necessarily call myself a fan. Mm. I'm not a fan of her as a person, but her music is actually kind of good. Like, well, her old music is really good, and I really used to listen to it, like, heavily. Mm. I used to heavily listen to Nicki Minaj, and, um, yeah, a lot of that. Um, I can't really think of it. I didn't really think of nobody else I really was listening to. I listen to everything. It's weird. I listen to a lot of everything. And I used to go to, like, um, I used to have to go to church growing up. So I have to listen to a bunch of, like, Christian music. So I was like, I'm not trying to listen to this, like, slow hymn music. And I found out about, like, Christian rap. Yeah. So I, I listened to a lot of Christian rap growing up. And I, like, wrote a few Christian rap songs. And then I was like, okay, religion not really my thing, but I do like rap. So then that's when I started, like, really listening to stuff. Yeah. I listened to everything, though. I had to, I liked everybody growing up, so. What what age were you when you first, like, you, you mentioned that your your brother was asking you to freestyle when you were, like, 11 or 12, but when, <laughs> when were you, like, first, like, writing music and kind of, like, w- wanting to do it for yourself, not just kind of being pushed into it? I was 12, and this girl in middle school was bullying me. And, like, I don't be trying to fight. I had already been called an aggressive kid. So I'm like, oh, I'm trying to show people, like, I'm not, like, physical. I won't beat you up. Like, nobody wants to be my friends. They thought I was going to beat them up. And so I was like, uh, she making me mad. She bullying me. Like, I'm going to write a diss track. <laughs> but, like, I couldn't really write the diss track. So, like, I was in the studio with my brother. And he was, like, freestyle. And, like, I'm like. Well, what am I talking about? He's like, well, that girl bullying you. Like, let's make a diss track. And I was like, all right, bet. And so he played this beat. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was thinking of stuff in my head. And I just put the headphones on. And I was just, like, raging. And I made this diss track when I was 12. It's probably, like, two minutes long. And it's bad. And uh, I freestyled the entire thing. You can tell, too. It's terrible. It sounds terrible. Um, I'll let you listen to it one day. But if anybody ever want to hear it. They can hit me up. You can hear it. But I was 12, and I would put the headphones on, and I started freestyling. And I was just saying, like, all this bad stuff. And my mama wasn't there, so I was like, I'm about to cuss. <laughs> I'm about to cuss. Oh, I'm about to cuss. And I was just going in. And I guess, uh, I guess I sent it to somebody. That's back when, like, you can only share stuff on, like, Facebook. 
So I like sent it to somebody on Messenger, and then they like posted it on Facebook, and everything on Facebook used to spread fast. And then I guess it got back to the school, and they was like, "That's harassment." So I got suspended. And you're like, no, it's art. No, literally. <laughs> I was like, I was just, you know, expressing myself. And I thought I was going to get in trouble. I got suspended. And uh, my mama was like, who wrote this? She asked my brother. She's like, did you write this? And he was like, no, she freestyled. Like, and then they was like, you freestyled this whole thing? And they was more concerned about the fact that I was rapping than what I was saying. Like, I think I said something about, like, I was going to shoot the girl house up or something, push her grandma over or something. <laughs> and, like, they wasn't even worried about that. Like, they was just like, you wrote that? And so then uh, my brother started taking me to the studio, like, way more. <laughs> and then I started actually writing stuff before we went there because yeah. all the dudes would be there. And I'd be like, I'm about to show them. Like, I know how to rap. And so I would, like, pre-write stuff and then go and then rap it. And they'd be like, oh, she hard. So, yeah, that diss track was probably the first first thing that I ever, the first slither of music that I was like I'm pretty hard I know what I'm doing <laughs> so yeah nice um so uh, at what point did you kind of start like writing out like stuff like were you, did you release anything else like kind of during that era besides the the diss track or oh, like I didn't was it a while before track. it yeah. got leaked they leaked oh, me it was leaked they leaked me I didn't <laughs> release the diss track I don't know how it got out I don't know how it got out. But uh nah, the first song I ever released was I was fifteen and it was called Synergy. And I only dropped it on SoundCloud because I didn't know how to get it on nothing else. Mm. And like it wasn't even really like I don't know. I didn't even really plan on releasing it. I just was trying to figure out how to work SoundCloud and I accidentally uploaded the song and then uh yeah, but by that time, I had already been, like, writing for other people. So I already had, like, songs out, but, like, it wasn't my voice. Because I'm, I'm an introvert. It's weird. I'm a performer, but, like, I'm an introvert. Yeah. So I prefer not to be around people. So And I prefer not. I don't like attention, so I didn't really drop songs because I didn't really want attention. But I would write. People knew I could, after I dropped that diss track, people were like, you wrote that? Da, da, da. And, like, a bunch of people, like, hit me up. And I used to write stuff and be like, oh, I think this song would be good for you. And, like, give it to my friends. And they would, like, come to my house. And I had, like, a mic and a computer. And I just recorded it in my closet. No interface, no nothing. And I would record people's songs that I wrote and um, put them out on SoundCloud. But, like, the first time I ever, like, dropped something, I was 15. It was the Synergy. And then in, like, 2017... I was, like, 16 or 17. I figured out how to get it on, like, Apple Music, Spotify, and all that stuff. So then I re-dropped it. And uh, that's that's when I was like, oh, I'm going to have to really do music because, I don't know, everybody just really loved the song. And I, I think that, honestly, is the hardest song I ever wrote in my entire life because it's so real. And it's like, I was 15. I was writing some real stuff when I was 15. Yeah, what inspired that that first song? Uh, <laughs> Out of here, nah. Uh, I was dating this girl, and like, yeah, she was cool. So I wrote a song about her. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we don't we don't have to go over it too much. But you said in the the Saber interview, you did that the EP was kind of like loosely based yeah. on like a breakup. Yeah. So the entire EP dropped the EP mm-hmm. February 
in February. It's called Green. Uh, so what the EP was, it was literally um, a layout of my like previous relationship. I guess mm-hmm. it's not really previous, but. I don't know. But it was literally the layout from, like, when we started dating to, like, when we stopped dating. So, like, it's six songs, six years. Like, each song is, like, a representation of, like, a year. Or if it wasn't exactly a year, like, a year and maybe some months. But, like, it's that. So, you know, it's, like, synergy. It's, like, ah, you know, I love you so much. Like, you dope. It's all that. The honeymoon phase. Yeah, like, synergy is, like, it's a cool love song. Uh, Yeah, it's, like, a ballad. Synergy is definitely a ballad. Um. Then got like Dateline. It's like, hey, stop calling me. Like I'm taking. I'm in love. Like leave me alone. And that's when I dropped Synergy. That's when I started getting a lot of attention. So I did have like a lot of random people just like sway, sway, sway. And I'm like, yeah, I got a girlfriend. Leave me alone. <laughs> but like, um. So that was Dateline. Dateline was literally me basically just being like, what's up? I'm sway. I'm cold. I got a girlfriend. So leave me alone. Don't call me. Um. Then I had like Weird Flex. Weird Flex is like the, the third song on there. And um, that one, wait, is that the third song? Yeah, Weird Flex is the third song. And uh, it's basically just about like people like being weird. Like, I don't know. I started like ducking off. And then like my relationship started getting weird. Like, she's being real weird about stuff. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know you was like this, but all right. And so Weird Flex was basically just about my surroundings just getting, like, real unfamiliar. And I'm an introvert, so I'm usually good at being familiar with my surroundings. But, like, stuff just started getting weird. But I was like, okay, Weird Flex, but all right. And then, um, what's the fourth song? Judgment. Woof. Judgment was basically about me being like, oh, dang. I got real bad judgment with people, with relationships, with everything. Like, this is terrible. Like, this girl is terrible. Like, I have terrible judgment. I thought she was so dope. And I wrote Synergy and was like, ah, you're amazing. And then I was like, hold on, wait. No, you're not. (laughs) And so (laughs) judgment was basically just about, like, my judgment being, like, terrible. And I didn't really know what was going on. And it's really my fault because I didn't pay attention. And uh, then I just lost the feeling. It's the fifth song. And what's so crazy is I wrote that song a week before me and the girl broke up. It didn't even have nothing to do with nothing. I just wrote the song to write it. I'm good at writing songs in other people's perspectives. So I was like, let me write a breakup song. You know, it's pretty cool. And I wrote it, and then a week later we broke up. And I was like, damn, I feel like this. (laughs) And so Lost the Feeling was basically it's a song. It's like about depression. Where I was like, I don't even know. Like, I lost the feeling with you. I don't have no feelings for you. I don't have any. Like, ah, this is terrible. And uh, Synergy Green is literally basically like a recap. So that was like the final breaking point. Like, that's why I started the song off with Synergy. Um, it is a different beat. The beat is more like somber. I made all the beats, by the way. Because um, I do that. I make beats. But yeah, like uh, Synergy Green was more like somber. It's a somber beat. I made the beat unintentionally. I was just messing around uh, with some stuff. And I was like, dang, this beat is how I feel right now. And then I started rapping Synergy. And I was like, but a little more sadder because it's more like of a memory than like a real situation. And uh, yeah, Synergy Green is like three songs. It's like Synergy, 
the middle part, which was the argument, which the argument, all right, the the middle part of Synergy Green was an actual argument. Like, it was literally, I went through text messages between, like, me and my ex and, like, put it, like, took parts out and then put it in the song, and it happened to rhyme. So it was a real argument that really happened, and uh, it happened to rhyme, and then Green was basically just about, like, how I felt. It was weird, because when you, like, spend so much time with a person, it's like, blah. I don't know what to do now. Yeah. Like, you're gone. What do I actually like? Like, I have to really sit and realize, like, how do I feel? Like, I literally felt green. Uh, green was her favorite color. And I was like, I feel... Ins- yeah, it's too much information. But, like, I was like, I feel super green. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to feel like anything else. I don't even know how to feel like me. So I just feel like her. And so, yeah, I felt green. And I just wrote an album and... The end of Synergy Green is literally just about how, like, it was weird. I swear, like, I would see, it was some real, like, real sad shit. It was weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, then I had to drop, I dropped the album. And, like, I felt way better after I dropped it because I was like, wow, I feel better because this is all the emotions that I felt about this situation. And I made it into something other than just, like, I ain't going to say I wasn't in a weird, depressed state. I was, but like after I dropped the uh, album, I was like, I feel better. Yeah, it's a little easier to move past it now that you have it all in like one little box. Yeah, like everybody was so like, oh, this is so like amazing. And I think people, a lot of people think that it was just the album, uh, just songs, but like it was legitimately a traumatic experience in my life. And the only way I could figure out how to like comprehend the experience was through music because I I can't only comprehend certain things through like music and notes and musical references so that was basically me I didn't even make the album for anybody else I made it for me <laughs> like I made it for me to get all that feeling out I don't yeah. like emotion that's weird <laughs> like emotions are weird yeah so that was green so are so you're not too worried about like you know just Having as many people listen to it as as you want, or like what I people know. think of it, or have you have you gotten a lot of like feedback on it from? Yes, I had no clue that like people was gonna like it so much. I really didn't know. Like I was like, man, everybody in Kansas City is like a rapper. Like you know, like I'm a rapper, but like everybody make like a lot of like gangster music and like fast tempo rap music, and yeah. it's like. I'm just sad over here in my little sad corner making my sad music. Ain't nobody going to listen to this, but it's fine because I'm listening to it. And then I played a few of the songs for my friends, and they were like, bro, like, this is crazy. This is so good. And I was like, but you like, you don't even like this kind of music. So I really I underestimated my city. Uh, I really did because they was, they was rocking with it harder than I expected. And, like, also felt weird about dropping it. I know for a fact everybody know who that album was about. <laughs> so I was like, dang, I feel kind of bad. Um, but nobody asked me no questions about nothing because they understood. They didn't even have to ask me about This was also a way for people not to ask me about the breakup because, like, listen to the songs. I don't want to talk about it. So, um, yeah, man, dropping it was probably the best thing I did. And then, like, I had people like it so much. I met this girl who, like, is really one of my close friends, um, Todd. She was like, this is so amazing. Like, she's a, a film, like a videographer, film person. 
And she was like, I want to shoot it. Like, the entire thing, I want to shoot it. And I'm like, oh, no, like, that's like six songs. That's a lot of money. And she was like, no, like, I want to shoot it for free. Like, I want to shoot it. And I'm like, what? All right, I guess so. And so we even shot, uh, we shot the visual. And the visual was even more, like, people felt it even more because it was like, dang, now I can, like, physically see, like, what was going on in your brain. Visuals for the kinesthetic people. Is is that one? Is is the video out? Yeah, yeah. it's on it's on YouTube. Um, and it was crazy because it was inspired by uh my ultimate favorite rapper in the entire freaking world besides myself, which is Tierra Whack. Uh, she had the Whack World. Yeah. And it was like each song was one minute, fifteen minute thing. My songs weren't one minute each, but they were super short. Like my album was seventeen minutes. So she was like, "Let's just keep it all together and like make it an album, like make it a." short film and so we did that green the visual made it a short film but we forgot a song <laughs> we forgot to add a song in there i don't know how that happened and so we had to drop one of the songs separately but people were still looking for it and waiting for it so um, that's awesome yeah um so you you mentioned in your spotify bio that um a couple big inspirations are Flo Tree and Ooh. J. Cole. Yes. All right. I probably wrote that Spotify bio. I didn't even write it. That's kind of old. Somebody else wrote it. But I gave them answers mm. very quickly. <laughs> but I do like Flo Tree and I do like J. Cole. Yeah. Um, that Spotify bio is probably like a year old. Though. Mm. So that's also, I change constantly. Yeah. Um, I changed like the wind because I'm an air sign. But like, honestly, that can be updated every day. I wish I could update my Spotify bio <laughs> every day. I'm glad you said that. Uh-huh. I'm going to update that. Uh-huh. But yeah, I love J. Cole. He, all right, that's a stretch. I like J. Cole. <laughs> he, uh, he a real good rapper. Like he'd be telling stories. I'm a story type of, oh, I cannot express this so much. Like enough. I'm a story type of rapper. Like I need some, I need some like, ideas. Like I want to form. Or, yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm a very big wordplay rapper. I am not a like person who just likes music for the beat and for the hypeness of it. I need to hear some actual words. They need to make sense. They need to I need to be able to paint a story, a picture while listening to what I'm listening to. So um yeah, J. Cole is one person who I will say can always do that. Like sometimes I'll be like all right, Cole, you're doing too yeah. much. But no, nah, he, J. Cole, he's cold. Um, Flowetry, that's just, I love R&B. I would consider myself an R&B artist, for real, for real. I'm just a smooth rapper. Yeah. So I love Flowetry. But but you do think you've gotten a, a pretty solid reception, despite, like, Kansas City being kind of focused on, like, the harder stuff. But yeah. It's do you, crazy. you think it might be? It's probably a little more difficult to kind of break through as like a that yes. R and B type artist instead. That's probably one of my biggest struggles with music is like being like, ah oh, man, like this is not the vibe. I feel so bad playing my music places because it's like y'all are like, hey, 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 and I'm just like, hey, emotions. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's weird because I'm like the most unemotional person but I make the most emotional music and I feel like that's why I'm so unemotional because my emotions be in my music so it's weird I like really be like dang am I even gonna do anything with this 
Cause who gonna listen to this? Yeah. But I had I've seen some grown men, some of these grown rappers that y'all love. I've seen them cry to my music, like actual drop actual tears. I remember uh, when I first when I the day I recorded Synergy Green, I sent it to. Uh, I sent this to Aishan and uh, Black Hyphy and all them. And Aishan called me and was like, Sway, like, I'm literally in my feelings right now. Like, I can't explain. Like, what, what, what is this? What is this emotion? And then um, I let Money listen to it, right, Money? He was just like, man, like, this is crazy. And Money, like, he liked it so much that, like, literally he, he was at my house one day because I had a studio. Uh, I lived in, like, in the 30s somewhere, and there was a studio in the crib. And Money was just there. We were, I think we were shooting a Weird Flex video or something. And Money was like, he started showing me all his like super like lyrical like stuff, less like stuff that was different from the stuff that he was putting out. He was like, like literally, I truly appreciate you for Synergy Green because like, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing stuff like that too and you really putting it out. And so I was like, wow, okay. Cool. So yeah, that was that was big for me, especially because like them are two people who don't make the kind of music that I make. They were still like, I can rock with it. So I was like, all right, all right, cool. So that was that. Nice. Um, oh, I meant to ask kind of up top, but where where did your um, where did Soul Food Suede come from? Where does the name come from? Uh, that's my favorite question, but nobody ever asks me. Nobody ever asks me. Some people, me where my like, name I feel like from. some people don't like being asked about like what their like band or artist name is. I would love so. to tell people. Don't nobody ever ask <laughs> me. Um, but like, so <laughs> it's a funny story now that I think about it. So in high school, um, like I said, I was only in high school for two years. I'm hecka smart. So well, I was I was hecka smart, but I I had a locker next to this girl and like the girl she really she was smart too but like she was real like all over the place like she didn't really know what she was doing half the time and she would come to school and try to unlock my locker like we our lockers were right next to each other and like she would literally try to unlock my locker but her locker had her name on it like she wrote her at name in sharpie on her locker and like she would still be trying to unlock my locker and so one day I just walked up to her and was like I I could probably unlock your locker. And she's like, because she was really pulling the thing. Like, she couldn't get it unlocked. And I put, it was my locker, obviously. So I put my code in, unlocked. And she was like, dang, you smooth. I'm going to call you Sway. And I was like, all right. And then I was like, I'm about to, I'm about to see what this girl about. Because she weird. And so I would literally, like, walk specific ways to where I know I would walk past her. And like through school, and then like I was just always make sure I was like dipped out, like dressed all nice and all that shit. And like she literally would just tell me how smooth I was every time I talked to her. She'd be like, "Wow, you so smooth, like suede and all that." And I'm like, and she just started calling me suede. Like she literally just started calling me suede. And then everybody else started calling me suede. But like I was like, okay, I don't like when y'all do it. It's weird. And yeah, she just started calling. She literally just started calling me Sway out of nowhere. And so she wrote Sway on my locker. And so I was like. Guess, guess you got to roll with it. I was like, man, okay. And so then I really, uh, we had, uh, we went to, we went to like homecoming together and all that stuff. Mind you, I didn't even know this girl like that. We just had a locker next to each other. And she just started calling me Sway out of nowhere. 
But um, I was like, why do you why do you really call me Sway? And she was like, because I don't know, you just so smooth. And so then I was like, smooth. What's smooth? And I started thinking about mashed potatoes. Like this was an actual thought process. And then I was thinking about like food. And I was like, soul food, sway. Soul food suede. Oh <laughs> and I was like, suede. But I couldn't call myself suede because there was a rapper that I liked and I thought his name was Sway, but his name wasn't Sway. The song was called Sway. Mm. So I was like, it has to be Sway with something else. And so, soul food suede. Soul, because my music like comes from my soul. And then food, because like, you know, I'm nourishment. Like my music is really nourishment for people's bodies. And then Sway, because I'm just a smooth rapper. I could be a smooth gangster rapper. Yeah. So that's where it came from. Shout out to, uh, shout out to old girl. <laughs> Shout out to all girl. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting that much backstory, so yeah, it's that's, crazy. That's good to know. It's, it's a real, it's a, it's a real thing. It's a process. <laughs> um. So, uh, what else do I have here? No, yeah, so, um, some of the first shows you were playing, we kind of discussed. Like, I, I didn't see you until you played um, Aishan's release show, Yee. and then later the the Fuse show. But yeah. you have been doing a lot of the one mic stand shows, right? Yes. Yeah, so. Um, that's the other thing. I didn't even really re- record music. I had, I didn't even have, man, it's weird. I had one song out, Synergy, but it was on SoundCloud, like I said. And then 2017, I went to, um, dang, it's been two years. That's crazy. 2017, I went to, or it was it 2018? It's probably 2018. I don't know. But I went to one mic. Well, first of all, I didn't even go. I had some friends. My friends from high school, they do poetry and stuff. And I saw them there. And I'm like, where y'all at? Like, it's crazy. And it's like, you should come. I showed up. They didn't even show up. But we ain't even going to talk about that. But I DM the page, like, asking a bunch of questions. Like, so do I, how do I sign up? What do I do? Do I need music? I've never done this. I ain't never performed in front of anybody, ever. And that was on a Thursday. And, like, on the Wednesday, I went to this, um, open mic called Poetic Underground and Yana uh, Superflower she was there and I saw her she did her thing and she was dope and I was like I want to do it so bad she was like sign up like do it and I was like "Uh, girl hold up cause I was sitting in the back in the corner and I really went up there and I shared some poetry and like she I was like oh my god I just did that so really Yana's the first person who encouraged me to perform and it was scary, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to DM the one mic stand page, and I'm going to do it tomorrow. And I DM'd them, and I was like, I ain't have no music, no nothing. I just had a rap that I wrote out, and uh, it was actually the first part of Dateline. That was that rap, it didn't have no music, no nothing. It was just one, like, bar. And so I went up there, and I rapped it with, like, with my phone in my hand, and everybody was like, ah. And I was like, Ah, and so that was the first song, and then I started coming back, and then uh, River actually asked me to join the team, and so I joined the team, and it went from there, and then that's just got booked for shows apparently because I was like, oh, they was like, oh, you a music artist, like, but I did, I started having more music out, so uh, I was able to get booked and stuff. I probably only had like three songs, but I did them three songs, and so. Yeah, that's that's that. I did like I didn't do that many shows, but I did do a lot of like random shows. Mm. So uh the first show I like the first show show I ever did, um, was at Club Nine O Two Nine O Two. 
I think that's what it's called. Swollen in Liberty? Yeah, yeah. that's called 902, 906, 90 something. Yeah. And this dude, Tyler, he just hit me up and was like, bro, like, I want you to come do this show. I'm like, in Liberty? Like, I was still living in my mama's house. I'm like, how am I going to get the Liberty? Like, my mama ain't going to let me. And it was late, too. And I was like, my mama's not going to let me go to no club at 9 o'clock. It hit 10 o'clock. The, the show didn't start. And my mom showed up, like, with people from my family. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is weird. I don't know nobody. I did the show, and everybody was just like, hey. And I was like, wow. And so, yeah, that was the first show I ever did. And it was like, literally, I have a video um, of me at the show. And I was like, dang, I used to look at the stage. And now I'm look like, looking at everybody from the stage. I was like, yeah. I'm supposed to be a rapper, for real, for real. Like, this is what I'm really supposed to do. Because I wasn't even I wasn't even trying to be a rapper. I ended up switching my freaking major. Um, I wasn't trying to be a rapper. I was trying to be a therapist. <laughs> I was trying to be a psychologist. Maybe, so, you're, maybe you're doing it in a different way. Now. Yeah, and, like, that, that happened. It was cool. It was real cool. My first show was, like, the best show I've ever had. And, like, that show was so fun. It ended at, like, 2 in the morning. I ain't never been out that late. And uh, it was after parties and all that stuff. And I'm like, is this the life? And I was like, oh, I ain't no going back. I'm in, I'm in the game. So, awesome. yeah. Um, yeah, how do you, do you, do you think your performances have really changed much since you, like, I mean, it hasn't been super long since you started. So, like, how, how do you feel about them now versus um, how, when you started? I definitely am getting way better at crowd participation. Mm-hmm. I was real weird. My first show, the music came on, and I just rapped it. And then everybody just started saying, like, okay, Sway, okay, Sway. And so I was like, everybody say, okay, Sway. It was weird because I'm like, y'all really going to say yeah, it? Figuring it out uh, kind of on the fly. Yeah, and, like, I did not interact with nobody from the stage. I was just rapping. I didn't know who to look at, what to look at. My eyes was closed. I was shaking. Like, it was weird. And uh, uh, now... I like I'm way better with that. It I grew a lot. Like I'm real comfortable on stage. I feel comfortable on stage. I feel like invincible. I still feel like an introvert on stage because it's like I'm the only one up here. You guys are down there. Y'all can't touch me. Like it's cool, and it's it's really getting me out of my introverted self. This is crazy for me to even be here. Like doing this is crazy. I don't like leaving my house. So this is really it's making me a better person. Cause I'm not like a weirdo that just like sits in the house all day. So I'm, I can I can relate to that a little bit. Um, but um, you have some new music on the way. You're releasing soon. You've been teasing a song called "Female Form Body." Yeah. Oh man. Okay. This is where Sad Boy is like eliminated and it's straight suede. Suede is a lyricist. Like I told you, I like songs with substance with like words wordplay all that got this song female form it's coming out literally what time is it Seven fifteen. it'll be out it'll be out at like some hours 12 a.m uh, this friday yeah. this friday I'm, I'm the, the so if by the time the podcast is out it will be out yeah so, it'll be yeah, out so female form so i like i said i switched my major and i started taking it uh, MIDI music production That's what I did Audio engineering And so The first thing Literally on the first day He was like Alright Everybody make a beat I wanna hear some tempo change And I'm like I never Like I, I don't know why I was tweaking Like I had made beats before But like I was gonna get graded And they was gonna be Criticizing my work So yeah. I'm like 
it was three people in the class, so it wasn't even like I could just get by with by just like doing something. I had to do it, do it. And so I made this beat, and then I was listening to it, and I was like, I think I was listening to some Ray Money at the time when I was listening to the beat. I be listening to multiple things at one time, and I was like, I'm about to go in, like I'm about to rap, rap. And so I sat down, and I just wrote this song, and I rapped it, and I was like. This is hard. Like, this is lyric. Like, it's some crazy wordplay on that song. Like, and it's called Female Form. Because I have a lot of people, a lot of time, they be like, man, you you really good for a female rapper. And I be like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can out-rap anybody. I truly believe I can out-rap anybody in a, like, freestyle. And, like, Female Form, it's literally, it's called Female Form, semicolon, body. And it's about like literally a reoccurring sentence in the song. It's like you about to get body by a female body, and like it's like I'm literally about to yeah. slay your life <laughs> for a female rapper. So um, that's what that is. And like even the ending words is like oh, I'm trying to think of it. I can't think of the ending words, but I just know I ended it out by like. You just got body by a female body, and that's that. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's really like a diss track to like people who like I don't know try to place me in a category just because I'm a girl. It's a diss track to everybody. Yeah. I come for everybody, <laughs> but yeah, like that's what that is. And it's just showing like letting people know like yeah, I'm sad boy, but don't think I'm just no little sad person. I really get up here and rap. Yeah. So that's what that is, and it's new. It's new. Um, people ain't really heard that from me before. Like, obviously, Weird Flex is, like, a cool little flow. But, like, female form is more like, I'm really talking my, like, I'm really, I remember recording, and I was really talking my stuff in the mic. Like, I was like, this, this is that, this is that, and this is that, and this is what it's going to be. And, like, yeah, I only, I dropped the song, Highway to Hell. That one is, like, a lot of rap, but it's, like, real, like, catchy Travis Scott type Female form is like, I'm about to go in. <laughs> so, okay. have to put on for the female artists in the yeah, city. I'm excited to hear that. Um, yeah, so, are there any, like, you, you kind of talked about, like, you're very into, well, like, you have been inspired by, like, Nicki and J. Cole and other rappers before, but is there, like, who who do you really look to or, like, what what makes you like, like, a... A, like a beat or like you know who, what inspires your production work um if i i truly if i can't bob to it in the car i can't listen to it at all hmm. if it don't sound good through these car speakers i can't listen to it and like i like real i like the weird beats like um like snaps and like XXYYXX mm. stuff like that. I like that kind of stuff. Um, what literally I will say, uh, Tyler Creator is probably one of my favorite producers. Yeah. I listened to a lot of Tyler growing up. I've been to every single Tyler Creator concert since 2013. Um, I think this might be the first one I might miss. Mm. So, Tyler, a lot like that. I'm real picky. I, I I hate it so much, but I'm real picky. Like I'm, I listen so closely to music. It's ridiculous. Like, um, so like, Tierra Whack. Like I was saying, her yeah. her producer is actually cold. I talked to him before. Nice. <laughs> like oddly, just on Twitter. Um, 
I really like her style of production. And I just like stuff you can, like, bump to. Like, it can be sad, but you can still bump to it. <laughs> like, that's, you know what I'm saying? I, I got to be able to, like, really rock and, like, vibe and close my eyes and, like, feel music. Because, I, I, like I said, I communicate through music. So, like, if I feel a way and I want somebody to know, I'll play a certain song in the car. Yeah. So, really just, just, like, I got to be able to feel it and close my eyes and see a visual that's 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 a big inspiration for me, being able to like feel the vibrations in the music and all mm. that stuff. Are you, are you still recording all of your stuff at home? Um, no. So I, you know, I graduated, and I'm an audio engineer, I guess. And um, my goddad actually, um, he has a studio, like an actual building. But, like, the studio is mine. Like, the equipment, all that stuff. He, like, they, like, plug me on, like, it's, like, expensive equipment that I ain't never seen in my entire life. Um, I'm there, but um, I'm moving in two weeks. But I'm, like, I'm based out of Kansas City, so if anybody did ever want to record with me, yeah, it's nothing but a three-hour drive. I'm just going to St. Louis. Yeah. But I'm about to be recording at home again until I find a new place to set up a studio in St. Louis. Mm. So, uh Guess you could say I am. I like my studio is the home. Studio is the kitchen. I'll be in the kitchen. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, no, nah, I'm recording at a building though. Mm. Yeah, where, uh, what's, what are you moving to St. Louis for? Um, I just need a change of scenery. Mm. I feel like if I can go three, all right. I'm really weird, and it's not it's not off topic, but it's just something more to understand me. I work in like, I work. This is going to sound so crazy. My brain functions in zeros and threes. <laughs> so I can only do stuff if the time ends in a zero or a three. I hate it so much, but I can only do that. And if I've gone like three months or six months or like 10 months without doing a certain thing, I'd have changed it. And so I've gone like I literally dipped off the face of the earth for three months. And I'm like, oh. That's not good. I should be busy. And so I'm like, it's time to move cities. And um, I visited St. Louis, and I, like, absolutely loved it. The atmosphere, the people, everybody was so nice. And, like, music scene in St. Louis is crazy. And I'm about to go in there and make it crazier because I ain't never really seen the type of stuff I'm doing. So I'm really trying to just spread, you know what I'm saying, that you can be, like, I don't know, not that many people, like, especially, like, black people make my kind of music. So I wanted to show people, like, hey, like, you don't always got to be a gangster rapper. I feel like there are so many rappers out here, like, especially, like, young black kids that, like, probably make the type of music that I make and are terrified to put it out because it's emotion and it's touchy. And so I just want to, like, go to a bunch of different places and, like, let people know you can do that. I'm a music missionary. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of Certified. times, like, yeah, like, you know, you can... You can hear, like, yeah, someone like Tyler, the Creator, or, like, some other, like, famous artist say, like, oh, you got to be yourself and do do all this type of stuff. But some, like, some people, I think, really do need to hear it from someone, like, Local. a little closer to their age or, like, yes. that you can, like, meet up with and talk to. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. Like, literally, I am, I'm, like, for real, a music missionary. I'm trying to go out and let people know, like, it's, talk your stuff and talk it however you got to talk it. Yeah. Like, that's it. So I'm gonna go to St. Louis and I'm gonna I'm gonna go flip that city around, and then I'm gonna go flip some other cities around, 
and then I'm gonna come back and then flip Kansas City around for one time and then just go flip the cities. Like I'm just trying to go out and yeah. do stuff. I'm also like, I got uh, I got ADD. I can't stay in one place for too long. I feel like I I've been in Kansas City too long. So I had a pew, pew. I got a jet. Um, you also teased. Um, is it is it a project you're working on called Double O? Is that or is that uh, another song? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a project? Is it another song? World may never know. Tune in October the second. My birthday. That's my <laughs> birthday. Um, y'all see when y'all see. I don't even know. I really don't know. I'm so in- oof. I'm bad with that kind of stuff. I just be dropping music or not dropping music. Mm. So uh, I will say that y'all will get. Oh oh is a song, yeah. and y'all will get that song. But like, who knows? You could get that song and like fifty other songs. I could be dropping a sixty song project. I could be dropping a two song project. I could just be dropping one song. I don't know. I just be doing stuff. Keep them guessing. Pretty much. <laughs> Don't nobody know too much about Sway. So you're about to find out. Oh, ho- hopefully you, they know a little more now. Yeah, the, I, that's that's the, the goal. Like, I'm cool. I'm a cool person, and I'm about to drop some cool stuff. So tune in. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, people can follow at Shuttlecock Mag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Visit shuttlecockmusic.com to, for all the articles. There's shuttlecockmag.bigcartel.com. That's the web store for... Uh, buttons and photo zines we'll have some new t-shirts pretty soon i just ran out of the first run hey um look out on the facebook page for shows we have booked coming up and yeah where can people find your music and your social media um everything about sway is so full sway like everything every single thing youtube spotify apple music title iHeartRadio. I said YouTube. I guess Facebook. I just learned about my mom just taught me about Facebook. <laughs> I just made a Facebook. Had me on Facebook. <laughs> You're on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, Instagram. Please be on Instagram. I'm so good. I'm no I'm bad about social media, but I'm real good about Instagram. Twitter, if you want the real raw sway, follow me on Twitter because I be wilding on Twitter. But again, you get to learn about me. Um, but yeah, like I'm on all streaming services, so you can tap in wherever. Or catch me at your local, like, grocery store. <laughs> catch me at awesome. your local in grocery the, store. The produce section, maybe? Nah. Where, where are you at? I don't really eat meat. Catch me, like, where the oats and grains and shit is at. Oh, nice. I like oatmeal. Catch me on your cereal aisle. <laughs> but nah, yeah. What's, what's your favorite cereal? My favorite cereal? Hmm, I like... Pops, but they don't really make them that more no more. So I guess I like oops all berries. Oh shit. Yeah. So catch me on your local cereal aisle. I think that's I think that's the most important question we got answered here. Honestly, <laughs> I'm so glad you asked what my favorite cereal is. Had uh-huh. to. But yeah, thanks for being on the show today. This is fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's real hard for me not to do ASMR on this mic though. So I'm gonna sit back here and not do ASMR <laughs> and be a normal adult yeah that's that's what we are here couple couple normal adults yep no music what what's that (laughs) right cool